This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Red Apple Media Podcast Network presents This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy-winning journalist Rita Cosby. And welcome to another edition of Protecting America. I'm Rita Cosby. Well, we have seen anti-Israeli protests raging in streets across America and on college campuses. And our next guest says we must fight to protect our great country and the values that we hold dear to prevent further decline and disgrace. David Horowitz is a legendary and prolific author, also an activist, and he has just released another powerful and timely and another big best-selling book. This one is called The Radical Mind, The Destructive Plans of the Woke Left. David, it is so great to reconnect with you. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Rita. You're one of our warriors. Our country is in dire straits. The language that we use and we're forced to use uh, because of, I hate it being called cancel culture, the suppression of speech in this country by patriots is affects the, the way we fight the battle. Uh, we have a situation in this country where we have tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of students marching in the streets, calling for a second Holocaust. This this is a Nazi movement. I mean, the Nazis were national socialists, is what these people are. It doesn't really matter what kind of socialists they are. They're crypto-Marxist socialists. Uh, And to call for the extermination of the Jews is not your ordinary or it's not your acceptable discourse. And what it's done is it's exposed by the virus that's infected our society has flown, flown from the universities like Harvard. The case of Claudine Gay, the former president of Harvard, uh, who is a, a mediocre person, to begin with, but also a hateful one, um, saying it depends on the context whether calling for a second Holocaust by people who, and support for people who, whose goal in life is the second Holocaust, um, by saying that it depends on the context uh, of, of the call shows a complete moral bankruptcy. But this is what's going on. That this woman rose to the top of the academic ladder. There's probably no more prestigious position than president of Harvard making $900,000 a year. Uh, the, the one positive thing you could say is 
Well, it's not a positive thing, but she would never have gotten the job she's gotten if she weren't black. She's that stupid um, as to as to not be qualified in the first place. Just on an academic ground, she's only written eleven articles, and she's stolen from first-rate black scholars like Carol Swain. Uh, it's exposed. A rottenness, I don't think there's... I've, I wrote five books about the leftist takeover of the universities. <clears throat> but I'll, I'll bet there's not too many people who would, would have understood how bad our universities are. And that's what's infected the K-12 schools as well. And I just hope that there are um, more people like you and, uh, and the other anchors. We've got a lot of good anchors. We have to defund these universities. The only way to deal with this problem is just to pull all federal monies from liberal arts courses that are infected with the cultural Marxist racist bias. I, I, um, I've been in this battle a long time now, 40 years as a conservative. Um, and I'm very I'm tickled that there are so many people speaking out and just calling, you know, telling it like it is, as we used to say in the 60s, but calling out the racism of the Democrat Party and the universities and the Fortune 500 companies. And I, I think the assault on the DEI industry is, uh, is, is as hopeful as the revolt among K-12 parents, um, maybe even more significant than that, because that's how our whole society has been affected with left-wing racism. Do you believe, David, that it's a good thing that in many ways some of these uh, failings have been exposed at least? It's sort of put it under the spotlight and under the microscope. I hate to say it, it, but this barbaric massacre in Israel by Hamas, I call them and I wish that more people would apply the proper names to these people, these Islamic Nazis. Uh, it's, it's like an earthquake. But still, uh, well, I, I, maybe I should use a different image, but an earthquake is good enough. Under the surface of American politics, I think it's woken more people up. Conservatives' greatest failing is that they're decent, civilized people. And so they protect their enemies when they when they confront. Well, it's you know I usually sum it up this way: the Democrats are calling uh, call Republicans, and that includes the most decent people, people like Ben Carson or Mike Pence. Uh, Calling them racists, 
white supremacist, white nationalist, insurrectionist. I love that one. Um, and that conservatives generally respond by calling them liberals. And there's nothing they're liberal about. They're vindictive bigots. And, and uh, a proper name for them would be fascist. They are destroying our democracy as we speak. We have in the White House, and it's led by the White House, we have an arch criminal in Joe Biden uh, insofar as he has responsibility for anything he does. But it, the fact that he's so defective now intellectually um, reflects the fact that he's surrounded by fascists as well. I mean, they're out to absolutely destroy Trump. They destroyed Giuliani. This is unprecedented in our country's history. And and you know what's interesting, David, at the same time, we've seen the president come out with his speeches and he has said that, you know, he is saying Trump's the threat to democracy. Uh, you know. he is, he is without question, the biggest liar that has ever existed in the leadership of any country. Well, maybe. Well, yeah, no, I, 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 I think he ranks up there with the, with the worst dictators you can imagine. Uh, he, he accused Trump of killing 200,000 coronavirus patients by, by, by being AWOL, which was ridiculous in the first place. But um, Trump didn't have any control. The president doesn't exercise any control over health care. It's, it's the state's health, health policy is devolved on the state's This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. You know, the other thing oh. I think of, too, David, too, is the border. Let's talk also about the situation oh, at the yeah. border. Okay. okay, that was going to be my next. The border it was illegally broken by Barack Obama, who said in 20 times uh, they have tapes of him speaking publicly on, you know, on television, saying he did not have the constitutional authority or the legal authority to affect immigration policy, to change immigration policy. 
He, he's the executive. He's there to enforce immigration policy. The Congress makes the policy, but he unilaterally, illegally, and unconstitutionally opened the borders to what are, well, it's, it's 8 million people, but these are people, if, if you look in these studies, I, I can't understand why the Republican Party isn't putting out these studies because they're, they're being conducted by government agencies and so forth, of the hundreds of thousands of criminals, violent criminals, rapists, murderers, fentanyl carriers. Just in the fentanyl front alone, we lost about 100,000 soldiers a year in World War II, to, to the, in, the, in the war with Germany in World War II. Uh, maybe 250,000 in all. Joe Biden is responsible for the deaths of more innocent Americans than Hitler was. Uh, and you would never guess that from the way people talk. You know, they say the president is compromised. No, he's a traitor. You have to be brain dead or a Democrat not to see that he's a traitor. Uh, he, yeah, I'm old. I'm old enough to remember Watergate, and the the cliche of the day was um, <clears throat> that the cover up is tells you everything. You want to know whether they're guilty or not? It's the cover up. You don't you don't hide innocent facts. So the fact it's not. The, the main, when well, we know that he, he and his family have taken 20 or $50 million from the Chinese communists, um, why would they create 20 uh, shell companies if they were innocent? Uh, why, why would they hide these the facts and create the shell companies to hide the sources of the money, the recipients of the money, and the reasons the money was paid. But uh, so there's no, should be no question in a reasonable person's mind that Joe Biden and, and all the people around him are traitors. Uh, uh, he, he makes Benedict Arnold look like a Boy Scout. Why, why, do you, why do you think, David, too, as as we're looking at what's happening in the border, which is wide open, um, it is amazing to me to see a president who doesn't seem to want to clamp down on that. Uh, it is uh, just remarkable. Well, the strategy, well, you know, it becomes a problem with, when you're talking about Biden because he's so obviously mentally incompetent at this point. But you can't get the policy through unless it has the White House stamp. So it's the people around him, whoever it is, maybe it's Barack Obama, who I know, um, uh, who enforce these policies. And I've written this book, uh, The Radical Minds, to try to explain to people how leftists think. If you're a conservative, you're 
when it comes to politics, you're mainly a pragmatic person. You look to human behavior in the past to see what what's possible and what's impossible. And, you know, one of the first things you... Uh, in fact, the most important thing you learn from the past is that human beings, you know, there are lots of one extraordinarily good and wonderful people in the world, but there's also an extraordinary amount of bad and evil people who will exploit, you know, they accumulate power uh, behind seductive promises to help the underdog and and uh, all the isms. Um, but what they're really doing is accumulating power for themselves and being human beings. There's an awful lot of criminals among them. We're being ruled today by gangsters. That's their mentality. And yeah, it's mind-boggling that anybody would open up uh, the borders. But these people have a mythology that they that they follow. They think that all people are good. No, they're not. Lots of people are bad, really bad. So, and Or if they act badly, it's because somebody's oppressed them and forced them to be bad. No. People get thrills out of rape and murder. And, you know, there's really no excuse for not knowing what human nature is capable of when you have all these uh, TV series and programs like 48 Hours and just all the crime programs. And you see one monsters people. Well, you just, just look at the massacres of October 7th in Israel. I mean, and, and yet our official policy is that we, we should force the Israelis to live side by side with the Hamas one state. The two part the two two state solution. Show me the Islamic leader who's denounced the massacres. And and I'll I'll listen to you about your proposed two state solution. The two the two state solution just shows how blind people are to when confronted by an evil that is so great that it can't be, people can't be talked out of it. It's so deep, they're so ignorant and full of hate. And it's all over our universities. It's being taught in our classrooms, it's being taught in secondary schools, in the K-12 schools as well, uh, by people who, you know, might, might be one's friends. And, uh, when I left the left um, 40 years ago, I lost every single friend that I had, uh, merely for pointing out that the Black Panthers, who were the heroes of the left of that day, like Black Lives Matter, um, and whom I had raised a fortune for and bought their, their organizational base, which was a Baptist church, that they were bloodthirsty gangsters who killed mainly black people. 
but plenty of them. Um, uh, we, we don't live in a, in a world of rational people. If we did, uh, it would, might make sense. Well, opening the borders would never make sense. It was a cynical move uh, to, to change the, demo, the voting demographics. And it's backfired because the Hispanic people who came here legally resent, well, first of all, they're the victims of these M13 gangs that have come here illegally and the cartels, the people they kill, the people they extort them are mainly Hispanics. Um, but, you know, people never learn. I mean, I've been fighting this battle my whole life, uh, which is uh, I'm getting old there. <laughs> What's your, what is your message, David, with the context of all of this? Um, the- Everybody has to be a little bolder. You know, you've got to tell it like it is. Don't call these people liberals. Don't just say, I mean, look, I understand that you have an institutional platform. You've got a lot to lose and you've got a lot of vulnerability. But everybody can find a way of making their criticism or the terms they use to describe what's happening uh, a little harsher and a little closer to reality. Do you I find mean, do you find yeah. people are speaking up more? I, I think you know you brought oh, up a yes. great, oh, David. Yes. You brought up oh. a great point about Israel too, because I feel like what happened to Israel on October seventh uh, to me it's very clear a terrorist group came in and and brutally assaulted Israel, and it's given I think some people moral clarity too and emboldened them to speak up. Um, because it, it was such a horrible attack. Do you think it's exposed the good and the bad? Oh, I, I think it's I think it's waked up a lot of people who see an election day. But um, you know, just uh, Bill Barr, who's not a not a very nice man, has uh, been brilliant and attacking the Biden administration's suicidal anti-Semitic policies um, and those of the left and, and ridiculing the left. Uh, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are not deniers, but too many people are. And that's just the problem. But I, I think there's been a... a, a, a the shifting of the tectonic plates, and we'll see. We'll see it over the next years. <laughs> this is not a problem that's going to be solved quickly. And in fact, I think the survival of our democracy hangs in the balance. Um, you know, the the persecution of Donald Trump is an atrocity that has affected all our policies. And all our, all, all our attitudes, um, and it should, it should be, you know, it shouldn't be so obvious. And, and I, when I listen to these Democrats lie, and 
you have to turn off the TV because it's so insulting to be intelligent. You know, they just count on the fact that people don't pay attention um, and, and that the well, there's more and more channels appearing, I think. But the media is the same media. The media is credentialed by people like Claudine Gay. It's, it's, it's credentialed by our Nazi institutions. You know, the, the, the universities in Germany were the first institutions to go over to Hitler and join the Nazi cause. And the same thing has happened here. So I know, I know when I say people need to stand up and just talk, you know, I, I, I'll probably write an article on this, but, uh, you probably can find an article already written on the internet about um, the, the number of criminals, violent criminals. There was a GAO study. GAO was what's that government accounting office. Yep. Study of illegals in U.S. prisons back in, 19, in 2018. And that was, and it was over the five preceding years or so. And uh, of course, the influx rates were much, much lower then, because we didn't have open borders. Uh, just our borders had just started to leak, as it were. And they found that there were seven hundred and seventy thousand. Uh, illegal and I call them invaders um, in U.S. prisons. And they had committed 4.9 million crimes. This is from the catch and release policy. So 700,000 in prison, but responsible for 4.9 million crimes. And there was like 135,000 rapes. Uh, a million drug deals, and of course the drugs uh, are things that my fentanyl is just poisoning America. And Joe Biden, what has he done? The Chinese have most favored nation status. They don't say they roll out the Gavin Newsom roll out the red carpet for this monster Xi Jinping, who was the dictator. It's just. It's, it's unreal. I, I mean, I hope it is unreal. Yeah. It is unreal. Well, well, David, I am yeah. glad that you are sounding the alarm. It is so important. Everybody, uh, be sure to subscribe and share to this very powerful podcast. Uh, legendary David Horowitz, it's really great to have you here. And also, thank you for all you do to you know, care about our country, our values. And this book, boy, is it a wake-up call. It is called, again, The Radical Mind, The Destructive Plans of the Woke Left. And boy, it could not be uh, more timely, given so many of the things we talked about here in this really important podcast. David, thank you. Thank you, Rita, for having me. Appreciate it. Good to be talking to you again after all these years.
And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight, on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America.